Hello and welcome to um, this FTS book review and this uh, the book we're going to cover in this one is um, Atomic Habits. It's a book I've mentioned um, many times. Very similar. The first book review I did was The Slight Edge. Similar sort of um, application as in being a sort of actionable guide to uh, you know sort of smaller um, tasks, smaller habit changes that compound over time. Um, it was sub, uh, uh, an FTS member of, of, of long standing, Chris Jones, put me into this book. Um, again, it's you can read it on Kindle iPad. I would recommend there's certain books I think you recommend buying the paper version and making notes in. Um, so I'm going to run just run through what it's about. I know. Quite a few people already have read it, but I think it's a, a key thing. I think one of the key elements to success is if we can, you know, people just look at the profit and loss when they're when they're trading, um, but all that is a development of behaviour. And um, if you can change your habits over time, um, it has a massive impact on life. Um, so basically, in Atomic Habits, the author's James Clear. Um, it's an insightful, actionable guide to habit formation and change. Um, the book, uh, similar to the it sort of distinguishes itself by breaking down the complex psychology of habits um, into accessible, um, applicable sorry, strategies. Um, so let's just sort of delve deeper into um, what Clear calls the four foundational laws of behaviour change and explain how um, you can implement these laws into your daily life. So... In summary, the core philosophy of the book is it's around the power of small, consistent changes. Again, very similar to like I said, the slight edge. Um, basically, that the monumental big successes come from the compound effect of small habits that accumulate over time, um, rather than trying to do massive, instantaneous um, changes. And that's something I've talked about quite a bit, and it it absolutely works i think when people you know whatever the topic may be as i've said weight loss or things just go i'm going to lose weight uh and go on crash diets or whatever it may be it just doesn't work it doesn't hold up because there's not um a building of habit change ultimately we are just a sum of all our habits of what we do and we'll all have them you'll be completely um unconscious of a lot of them um you know, we'll all have partners, Sam's always saying to me, oh, you always do that. Just little things that we do that, that it it becomes habit. And, and if you want to change and genuinely want to change, and the, the key to, to any success is really wanting to do it, not what other people tell you to do, but really you saying, I want to change and what's going to drive that change and then do it um, as opposed to sort of trying to change these massive changes in one go. So... The, the, there's four key, um, three key concepts, please, sorry, in the book. The first one is uh, the four laws of behavior change. So he, he sets out a clear framework, excuse me for the pun, his name is clear, but he sets out a clear framework revolving around uh, four critical laws. Make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. And, and I think that is absolute gold just there you know a lot of a lot of when we try and change things it's not attractive um, weight loss we don't we might have to eat foods we don't like or stop eating foods that we do like um, it just seems a bit of a, a labor uh, training people want to win instantly 
um, you know that's the attraction so actually looking at that and making it uh, obvious attractive easy and satisfying they sort of serve as the guide to building positive habits and breaking negative ones uh, the second key concept is the compound effect of habits. The book underlines the significant impact that small daily habits have uh, when compounded over time. And that can lead to, you know, those that compounding. I've talked about compounding in bedding in the bet slip, um, you know, mindset series. I've got a, an episode on that. Perhaps we should talk a little bit more about it. But the, when you compound things up in life, as well as financially or whatever, that's what leads to substantial change and success um, and and you don't see a lot early on you know when you you know if you if you take betting when you're betting in two pounds you don't it's difficult to weigh that up to how's this going to change my life but if you keep compounding it um, you know that grows and it's exactly the same with the habits you have in your life if you if you keep compounding them over time you'll lead to um, substantial life changes uh, and the third key concept is building habit habits that resonate with your identity. Argue, he argues that lasting change occurs when behavior is a part of who we are. And that was a key thing for me back in uh, 2020, was it COVID? I can't remember, 2020. Um, I sat down with somebody and I, I, and I kind of, I've got a set of life values and I wasn't really leading my life within that. So I, there was a conflict and where I started to pull that more in line, those two and make what I am as a person, what my life values are, with where I want to be, where I want to get other people to be, um, it became a lot more uh, easier for me to understand and a lot more um, a lot more manageable. You know, it, it, a lot more achievable. I've been I've been able to achieve a lot more and head things in the right direction with clear path, clear goals myself um, by making these small incremental changes, but doing them that resonate with who I am as a person. Um, and I think that's really important. So, you know, the first one was those four laws of behavior change. Let's look at them a bit more detail. The first one's make it obvious. Um, so make it obvious is sort of importance of awareness in habit formation. So uh, he calls it something habit stacking where you pair a new habit with a current habit um, and environmental design, modifying your environment you work in to make your cues for good habits obvious and visible. Um, you know, and I've talked about that in, in betting, having a having a trading plan up and things, things that little triggers that, that just hold you back to where you should be. Um, the second one, make it attractive. So this is about inc increasing the appeal of new habits. As I said, they can be a little bit depressing at times when you do these things. Um, and, and what James Clear recommends is uh, temptation building, bundling. So sorry, temptation bundling, linking an action you want to do with an action that you need to do um, and creating a motivation ritual. So a, a routine that precedes the habit, which becomes a cue itself to make the habit more attractive for you. Um, the third one is make it easy. Um, so simplify, you know, keeping it simple. Kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Simplification is the key in habit adoption. Uh, so reduce the friction, reduce the number of steps between you and your good habits of breaking, not making it seem like it's such a chore. Um, and the two minute rule, downscaling new habits to two minute versions. Uh, to ensure they are easy to start. So again, starting, st you know, everything starting small, do it regularly, and then we can grow it up. 
um, and law four was make it satisfying. So clear, you know, he highlights the importance of immediate rewards in habit formation. Um, I've talked about this about people who win money going out and, and one of the things I've always done is reward myself um, for the work that you put in. You know, it's, 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 there's no harm in giving yourself a pat on the back. We live in a world now where everybody puts everything on social media to get a pat on the back from others. Ultimately, when you put on the head, your head on the pillow at night, it's have I done my best? Am I aiming in the right direction for me? And you tend to find if you're aiming in the right direction for you, the thing I've really found is it's easier then to get others aiming in the right direction as well. And that's been a massive part of my development over the last three, four years. I've, got, I've, I've seen mistakes I've made a lot clearer and I can plot paths forward um, with other people clearer. Um, so, uh, you know, giving yourself an immediate reward to make that habit feel satisfying, really important. And tracking your habit, you know, using habit trackers to provide visual proof of your success. You know, it's exactly the same as we say about record keeping in, in punting. When I lost weight, I used one of those habit tracking apps um, and tracked it every day. And it, again, that just became a habit. It took me a couple of minutes a day initially to, you know, you have to put in everything you eat. But amazing when you see, put in what you do eat and you, you know, you see in the calories and what you're consuming, when you're consuming it, and it starts to become a habit and you spot the bad stuff. So, you know, tracking stuff is really important. Um, so that's sort of the, the basis of the four laws. You then obviously need to implement it. So implementing the books, books principles, clear advocates for focusing on the system rather than the goal. I've talked about this so much in gambling that if you concentrate on the process, the rest will take care of itself worrying about individual results you know obviously in gambling there's money involved so people worry about losing 50 but ultimately if you've put money aside you know if you've got a thousand pound put aside and if it goes down to 500 pound and you're doing that process it will come back again and go up and i think that's really important but people um you know worry too much about the end product uh, but focusing on the system rather than the goal this involves designing your life in a way it makes the good habits easier to adopt and the bad habits harder to continue so you know it, it once you see that process going and then you start to see growth after a period of time um, that's it uh, actionable steps cue identify the triggers of your bad habits and redesign your surroundings um, to remind you of your new habits so as I said if you if you're a compulsive trader having a trading plan have it sitting there perhaps with a bollocking at the top of it for yourself so it just acts as a cue um, to stop it um, craving increasing increase your desire for new habits through temptation bundling or create a motivation ritual uh, so sort of getting again into a habit a, a, a system a routine of what you're going to do um, simplify the actions required for your habits to so start with incredibly small steps and build from there i did a video uh yesterday on youtube just about simplifying you know I, I always look at these how can we apply it to punting about simplifying um your betting trading approach now i've said to people uh do one thing so whilst there's a wealth of data wealth of betting sites wealth of stuff you can use do one thing simplify it find one thing and get it to work for you uh, and I just think that people make gambling so much harder than it needs to be because they feel it's complex. They feel that's the only way they're going to win. Um, but you look at uh, what 
Steve Williamson does. The actual process is really simple. Of course, there's lots of hours to work it out, but the actual process is really simple, consistent. Um, you look at what I did for three years, just laying the draw. You look at what we did in the summer school, doing over one and a half. You know, you don't really need to deviate from that sort of thing to start off. You you build one thing simple, and just keep doing it and get into that habit of doing it. Um, and then obviously that reward, so making sure that with your visual tracking or um, you, you treat yourself every now and then. Uh, key phrase for me in it is consistency is more critical than intensity uh, in habit formation. Again, that's it for me. I think people sometimes get frustrated that I'm not trading 24 seven uh, because you don't need to be that intense. Pick your spots, be consistent. Um, again, I did a live session on Sunday, the whatever it was, 11th, 12th of, um, oh sorry, about the 13th, 14th of uh, January, if you're listening to this. Um, well, I just highlighted one match, consistent, you know, simple, consistent. That's far more important than this um, dri driving out. And, and the identity, so he sort of says, um, em embracing an I identity, like, so the example he uses, I am a runner, uh, as opposed to, I want to run a marathon. I want to run a marathon's a massive thing at the end. If you've never done running, the first bit is to become a runner. Um, and I think that's exactly the same. In, rather than thinking of, you know, you get people asking about premium charge when they're betting two pounds. Rather than worrying about that, just go, the first step is, I am a trader, I'm a disciplined trader, I'm an organized trader, I have a set routine, I'm a consistent trader, and then I'm a profitable trader. All those sort of steps before, but people start talking about, what am I going to do when I pay premium charge when they haven't won a cent? So you need to, you know, get those into the right focus, that identity. Uh, so the whole book, um, it really does provide a sort of powerful framework for understanding and changing habits. Um, the four laws um, pathway uh, does build habits that last. You've got to obviously apply those principles. All these things mean that you've got to step up to the plate yourself. I want to do it and then set about doing it. Um, and if you do, you will you will find yourself, uh, you know, all around. You know, for me, it's not been um, just betting growth. It's the life growth for me, personal and professional growth alongside each other. Um, I'm a much different person. You know, people say people don't charm. I'm a much different person now in 2024 than I was in 2020. Um, and that's just me looking at my life, looking at where I want to be, breaking it down, speaking to people who can help me in that regard uh, and moving it forward. So I think it is a great book. I think it's, a you know, you know, it's not one or the other. I think alongside Slight Edge, um, which is the first book review we did, I think that it can... Um, help many people. I think ultimately we are a sum of bad habits, uh, mostly in my opinion. Um, and if we can start to break those, certainly in certain fields, um, you know, but it really is, it's a matter, and I, you know, I, I can be black and white, it is a matter of you've got to want to do it. It's pointless reading this book and throwing it to one side. You've got to start to put plans in place to become the person you want to be. And I think a lot of people, and I, I, I probably include myself in this over years, you know, I've suffered with depression and different things over the years with things that have happened with my family over the over time. You know, I've widely talked about this. Um, we kid ourselves a lot of the time. We just kid ourselves. And I think a lot of people deeply are unhappy. They don't know uh, the underlying causes. They want to change things. So let's take somebody who's, you know, eight, 10 stone overweight, 
a lot of the time it can be comfort eating or whatever it may be but the only person that can change it is you and you've got to want to change it you can sit and wallow a little bit and that or you can get up tomorrow morning you know and i am very much like this you get up tomorrow morning and say i am going to do this about it but don't make it such a big goal of i'm going to lose five stone the first goal of that would be just starting to eat a little bit better uh, right how am i going to go about this the first goal is plotting out what you're going to do so you actually have a, a plan um forward and i think books like atomic habits can really help you with that so hopefully you find this useful um and go and get yourself a copy of atomic habits